time ed blocks why am i reading so much old-fashioned science fiction the first obvious answer is because it's in the public domain however there are also better reasons to do it than that but i will still be asking the question is it trashy nonsense in particular is it sexist trashy nonsense the answer is nuanced however does it work today is it worth listening to is it worth reading well the answer is obviously yes or i wouldn't bother making it again it's slightly more to it than that does it work by today's standards is it still worth listening to or reading i think that's quite an interesting topic anyway but then not everybody wants to be a scholar all the time not everybody wants to think about you know grand literary theory or anything like that however as a curiosity it has an interest um particularly if you want to look at you know historical pictures of women in western culture it strikes me that from the stuff i've read which is on gutenberg which is public domain so it's a, quite a limited sample um, it strikes me that what I've read from this literal pulp fiction, literal in the sense that um, you read it once and you throw it in the bin. It's either a magazine or one of those really cheap, I mean, these things, are they're not designed to even, they fall apart. You're supposed to throw them away after you've read them. Literal pulp fiction. However, it strikes me that the pulp fiction I've discovered is slightly more interesting than a disposable movie. Sometimes you go to a movie, you go there, you laugh for two hours or you have fun, just call it a dumb action movie or whatever. But by the time you've left, you've basically forgotten everything that happened in the movie. I've heard reviews of a number of movies uh, like that. I tend to try to avoid those disposable movies because I'd rather spend my time watching, you know, interesting ones, but whatever. So, um, this pulp fiction has a lot more interesting things to it than disposable movies. I certainly was expecting a lot more sexism than I found. It seems that the sexism usually manifests itself in a simple manner of women simply not being around. When they're doing their space stuff or their science stuff, there's usually a bunch of men doing not each other, maybe each other. However, um, I was slightly surprised that the women got a reasonably fair shake uh, most of the time. Um, the women, female characters have some agency. I mean, the male characters tend to be the boss, but the um, female characters aren't all a bunch of idiots. Um, dopey, yes, so let me make you a cup of coffee. And that's, and that's all they can do. They actually can contribute something to the events of the stories. The men sometimes talk down to them a little bit, uh, but not always. Um, and the women have plenty to do um, in the story. Um, in fact, much of the time, the men come off a bit worse in their comparison. There are scenes where men make inappropriate remarks towards women in the manner of calling them a doll or judging them purely on their physical characteristics or assuming that just because they're a woman, they're going to fall into my lap. Um, that happens. And then the woman says, go away. I'm not interested. 
that happens quite a lot, even with from the male writers, the male, female writers. It's, yeah, it happens with the male writers. So often the man looks like a, a pervy creep, um, which is good. <laughs> if you're going to act like that, that is the best possible response. Um, there's one story which I'm reading for my 12 days of Christmas called Problem Planet. And that is about these two guys who sort of lust after this woman. Um, close your ears for 10 seconds, if you don't want to know what the ending is. Um, the ending is, she says, that they, they perv over her for much of the story, and then she goes, no, I'm not interested, and leaves. That's the end of the story. Which So in terms of Problem Planet, despite the fact that, that is the most problematic story in the 12 days of Christmas that I've done, uh, that has the best possible outcome. Um, So most of the time, um, that kind of behavior is either brushed away. Most of the time it's women just not being there. I've re recently read a, a, quite a famous series of stories by James Blish, very admired old school sci-fi writer called Cities in Flight. Um, it's quite a long, it's four books. So it ends up actually being, I read it all in one. So 700 pages or something. In the whole thing, there's two female characters. They're treated fairly, they're, they're, they're smart, they have agency, they're not, you know, flappy Bond girls, but there's only two of them. So, um, of the stories I have done on the channel, um, I would say the, the, the slightly more sexist stories, um, the vegans were curious, it's probably called, it's probably pronounced vegans, but I think it's funny because then it sounds, looks a little bit like vegan. So I pronounced it vegan, but then I changed it around lately. That is a story about um, an alien who comes to earth. And I think the sort of, it is a good example of attitudes towards women. So it's a curiosity as a story, but also I think the central joke of the story is quite funny. The central joke of the story being an alien comes to Earth in order to discover how how stupid humans could possibly make nuclear weapons, and he discovers sex, which I think is quite funny. It's true that the woman is just sort of there to for the alien to, to have sex with, which and she's a bit keen. Um, and she's she says there's a very odd scene at the end where she doesn't really know what's going on, but it wouldn't be too difficult to. Um, rewrite that story and just make her a little bit so yes she wants to have sex with the alien but that's because he survives the death penalty he survives the electric chair so she just finds him attractive that doesn't necessarily have to be sexist uh, so it wouldn't take too much to alter that story to make it more au fait by today's standards there is one story I've read um, which is cannot be <laughs> improved upon but I think it's an, uh, an amusing curiosity. And actually when I made the book, I thought it was hilarious because it was so incredibly sexist. It's not a good story, but I think it's a curiosity and I think it's funny and I can laugh at, not with, and I can laugh at the writer who thought it was a good idea. Essentially, Love Amongst the Robots is the story. It's on the channel there to be listened to. Um, it's a story about um, robots, um, um rebelling against their masters and 
do and they, they they're trying to find out why and they're trying to stop them and all that kind of stuff eventually they find out that the reason why the robots are rebelling is because a woman went to the moon base wherever they are the space base um and women are really emotional so and the, the robots rebelled because of the increased amount of emotion that women have which is to say the sexism of the story is fundamental to the plot you know women are over emotional hyperactive and that is what made the robots rebel so that is sexism fundamental to the story like i said that is the exception i think it's quite an interesting curiosity as it is so the love amongst the robots is not a good story but i think it's an interesting curiosity and i kind of laughing at the stupidity of it that's usually the exception so that's quite interesting beyond that are the stories any good well i mean given that they're not offensively bad i can probably leave most of that up to you however what i would say is that i think this is an um, aspect of old science fiction the emphasis is often on the sciencey stuff so the character stuff is less important you know the fact that they're they're you know mostly men all of that kind of stuff is less important than the sort of the sciencey stuff the concept of the story is often more important and much of the time most of the time not every time it works it's quite well thought out um it doesn't necessarily date very much um the basis is on concepts ideas which is sort of what old school sci-fi is all about and sort of certain levels of um hard sci-fi now the soft sci-fi is the stuff where it's all about characters you know like you know, anime characters it's all about fathers and sons and relation mothers relationships with their blah 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 you know it's all about people and their interactions which is how most people seem to like stories um personally i mean i'm all reading short stories now i think short stories lack character development just because they're short there's lots of things that short stories lack maybe i'll make another video about that another time you're going to listen you're reading the you're listening to my short sci-fi stories for interesting concepts and ideas there are characters and they are introduced well and you know, most of the time it works but uh and you know it tells together as entertainment i think it is entertaining i think the things that happen are fun um there's one you know it's, it's not just people talking sitting around computers talking about science it's, stuff happens it's interesting um and it has quite a lot of thought and idea attached to it there's like i said there's only that one time when the whole thing falls flat so so for that reason um i will persevere with sci-fi mondays if you like what i do i would appreciate your comments if you have any suggestions for what you want me to do i would also appreciate your comments i would like to adapt what i'm doing to my audience so that also includes any writers out there who want me to make audio with them you know the more if you want the real pro stuff then you have to pay me of course but uh we can talk about projects on different levels and money and stuff if you're interested in that as a service or indeed if you're interested in audio editing as a service let me know or just let me know about like i said what you think of the content uh, other suggestions for different kinds of content like i said i'm focusing on 
right now on public domain stuff because it's public domain. Um, but I do write stories, but they take a bit longer to make. Uh, so uh, I will persevere for the time being with uh, Ed Makes Books and Music Sci-Fi Mondays as is. Some of the stories will be misses um, and in the sense that's fine because then they're curiosities. I think it's interesting to find out what, what old sci-fi is like. Um, it's not all Star Trek and Star Wars. For some of it will be misses, some of it will be hits. I think there's more hits than misses, so I think it's worth carrying on. And it's certainly going to be fun finding out what comes next. I've been Evan Bloxham. I'll continue to be Evan Bloxham for all 12 days of the 12 days of Christmas and probably after that. Fairly well.